calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just delivered a letter by a raven, who swooped right in front of me and sat down, enveloping its beak. Do ravens sit? Do they stand? Anyway, it landed on the path and stared at me. You don't ignore a summons from a raven. Or at least, I don't. It would be rude, for one thing. This note smells like lavender and rosemary, and it's written in the most beautiful purple ink. It's from a Miss Iris, who is asking for assistance in acquiring a specific ingredient for her work. Despite the fact that this ingredient is only a few fields away, it's on a farm which she's been forbidden access to. I'm not sure exactly how Iris knows my name or why she sent for me specifically, but she's given directions to her home and a promise to explain the details in person. And that's good enough for me. There's an enclosed map which directs me off the path and towards the farmlands in the east. Past these farms is a hilly area, and there's a tiny cottage on the top of the far hill. That's Iris's home. The path to the cottage is bordered by herbs, flowers, and other plants. There's a tiny stream that runs from a bubbling fountain to the rest of the garden. An adorable chipmunk scampers across the stepping stone path. Birds are gathered around a bird feeder, and others splash in a bird bath. There's a sense of calm and safety in this garden. It's absolutely magical. When I get to the cottage, chimes next to the door ring softly, despite the lack of wind. 
I raise my hand to knock, but the door opens right away. Welcome, Orion. Or do you prefer Ryan? Uh, Ryan's good. I'm Iris, as I'm sure you figured out. Yep, I got your letter. Thank you so much for coming. Why don't you sit down and I'll explain more about why I've brought you here. Would you like some tea? I've just put the kettle on. I hear the whistle of a kettle from the kitchen as I sit in a nearby chair. This living room is so cozy. There are plants scattered around in mismatched pots, some of which are placed precariously on top of stacks of books. Blankets hang over couches and chairs, and fluffy pillows are all around the living room. Curled up next to one is a sleeping cat. Here you are. And now for my story. I have spent years looking for starshade. It's a flower that grows only at certain times in incredibly specific circumstances. I could go on and on about them, but to keep it short, let's say these circumstances are impossible for me to recreate on my own. I've traveled to markets, but nobody is ever selling it. I followed up on rumors of it growing in various lands, but they've always proven false. I thought I would have to give up, but I was on one of my evening walks last week when I noticed some of it growing in a field. And you didn't pick it? No. The flowers were on my neighbor Marjorie's farmland. They weren't mine to take. They belonged to her. But this is your holy grail! Right by your home! I'm not going to steal them. Even if she might not notice their absence, taking the flower without Marjorie's permission would mess up the energy of the flower. Intentions are important, and stealing the starshade would make it useless. Did you try talking to Marjorie? I did try. That doesn't sound good. When I saw the starshade, I, I couldn't believe it. I thought I must be seeing things, or that it was a trick. I had to get a closer look, so I, I ran over to examine the plant. This may have involved going over Marjorie's fence. She saw me on her farm and started yelling at me to leave. I tried talking to her and explaining what I was doing there, but she wouldn't listen. I even tried coming back with cookies and apologizing, Ugh, but she slammed the door in my face. I fear I've ruined any chances of civil conversation. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. I would be forever in your debt if you could explain my situation and acquire some of the starshade for me. I can do that. Seems easy enough. If you don't mind me asking, why do you want this plant so badly? It's a crucial ingredient for a powerful protection spell. Oh, cool. What does the spell do? I'm sure you've heard about Movar and his following. Horrible people. Every single one of them. And they've been growing in power over the years. Slowly but surely. The rumors I've heard, they frighten me. I want to be safe. I want my home to be safe. My plants and animals, my friends. I know I can't stop him. But with this spell, those evildoers will never find me. No matter how far they spread, they will overlook these hills and this cottage, and this land will remain untouched. Wow. I've wanted to find some starshade ever since I made my first enemy, but my need has only grown greater. And now I finally have a chance. Okay, 
So what does this plant look like? And how much of it do you need? It's similar to lavender, but with white coloring instead of purple. It's softer than lavender is and slightly fluffier. What really gives it away is its slight luminescent qualities at night when the sky is clear. I need what amounts to a small bouquet, but the exact amount is unimportant. Wow, I can't wait to see it. Oh, also, I know not to steal it, but is there anything else I could do that might ruin the energy? Hurting the caretaker of the plants would also do it. Good to know. Wait, what if I hurt her feelings? (laughs) You'll be fine. And with that, well, reassuring statement, I finish up my tea and head out. Iris gives me directions to the farm. Iris's cat gives me a sleepy meow on my way out. It's a short walk to Marjorie's farm. I pass by wide fields growing different crops and a bright red barn. Close to the barn is a small farmhouse. Thankfully, I can walk right up to the front door without hopping any fences. I knock, and a short woman in overalls opens the door. She looks at me suspiciously. Hi. I was wondering if I could pick a few flowers from your farm. Why? Uh, it's for a friend. The flowers are rare. They don't grow anywhere else, and she really needs them. I see. If it's not a bother, I could just go out and pick a few of them. I can't let people on my farmlands. Who knows what you might step on? Oh, fair. Could you pick the flowers, then? I could. But why is this so important? They're an ingredient for a spell. Oh? What do you mean? It's a protection spell. A really big one, I guess. It's supposed to protect the whole land here from dark forces. I'm not very good at explaining it, but it's really important. I see that there is a good reason to pick these flowers. Yeah. I wouldn't be here bothering you otherwise. So, are you a witch, then? Oh, I'm not. But my friend is, though. Her name is Iris, and I'm collecting the flowers for her. I'd like to meet her. You have, actually. What? You yelled at her for walking on your farm. I mean, she shouldn't have done that. She said so herself. And she tried to apologize, too. And I refused to speak and slam a door on her. I might have overreacted. I didn't mean to mess up her big spell. Well, it's an easy thing to fix. Do you think? I do. Okay. I'll pick the flowers, and can I come with you to a cottage? I want to apologize. Of course. Marjorie leads me back outside, along the side of her farm. We walk past the barn and one of the fields, until I see the fence that Iris crossed and point out the flowers to Marjorie. She carefully crosses the fence, walking ever so slowly towards the starshade. Her steps are irregular, and it looks like she's going out of her way to avoid stepping on something. She picks the flowers, one by one, and takes the same careful steps back. When she reaches me, She explains that there's a bird's nest on the ground next to the starshade, which blends right into all the leaves and sticks. 
The baby bird's coloring even matches the flower petals. Seeing Iris inside the fence made Marjorie really worried about the nest. She thought Iris was going to step on the eggs, or worse, that she was trying to steal them. Marjorie had to chase someone with a taste for rare omelets off her farm once, and she'd lost her patience with trespassers. I hear all about her bird-protecting adventures as we walk together to Iris's cottage. And then one time, I found a family of skunks curled up next to the barn. Now, skunks only eat eggs as a last resort, but I didn't know that at the time. I was worried I would have to stock up on tomato juice and have that scaring them off. But thankfully, I never got... Are we here? This is it. You ready? Yeah, I guess. Welcome back, Ryan. Oh, hello, Marjorie. Uh, Will you come in? Yes, thank you. These are for you. I want to apologize for losing my temper with you the other day. I just jumped to conclusions when I saw you in my backyard. I should have heard you out. And I want to apologize for trespassing on your land. It's all right. You did no harm to the plants or animals, as I had feared. And you did no harm to me. Now, please, take these flowers and we'll call it even. Okay. I heard these were for a spell. You heard correctly. Oh, uh, I, uh, I think that's really great. I won't be ready to do it until tomorrow, but would you like to come back then? I could use some help. Yes, I would. But as for tonight, will you stay for dinner? Sure. And you, Ryan? Um, I've actually got to go. I forgot about something that I need to take care of. Right now. Well, be sure to take some food for the road. And know that you are welcome back at any time. Thank you so much for your assistance. I couldn't have made amends to Marjorie without you. Oh, it was nothing. Hardly nothing, I'd say. Likewise, I think you as well. Aw, you're both welcome. Good luck with the spell, Iris. And good luck with your birds, Marjorie. What is this about your birds? Are they your pets? I don't have birds that are mine, per se, but I have lots of visitors to my garden. I've even given them names. There's Persephone and Elliot... Confession time. I didn't need to go, but I could tell that Marjorie and Iris were starting to hit it off, and I didn't want to get in the way. It looks like a new friendship is blooming, or possibly a new relationship. I'll have to come back and see. Thank you for side-questing with us. This episode, Starshade, was written and produced by Tao Manier. Iris was voiced by Aaron B. Willis, and Marjorie was voiced by Sheila Morris. The voice of Ryan was Tao Manier. A big thanks to Ilya for supporting this episode. 
For updates, announcements, and sneak peeks, you can follow us on Twitter at SideQuestingPod and Instagram at SideQuesting. We've also got a Discord server. The server is open to all, but patrons get access to the special channels. Want to become a patron? Check out patreon.com slash sidequesting. Some of the best content for kids is both entertaining and educational. And with 5 for 5 Trivia, not only do kids get to learn from each week's brand new theme, they also get to challenge themselves by playing trivia. A Parents' Choice Foundation Silver Award winner, this fast-paced trivia podcast is perfect for kids ages 6 to 12. It's released five times a week, so it's a quick addition to your daily routine and a fun challenge to get five out of five right on trivia topics like animal sounds, time travel, fictional ghosts, and underwater exploration. So get your high fives warmed up and check out 5 for 5 Trivia, available wherever you listen to podcasts. 